Only a 12th level intellect has the slightest hope of surviving what you are about to experience. For legacies, and oh, yeah, I've you've had gorillas songs stuck in my head. Nice. <laughs> that's that's the intro. Hey, everybody! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> gorillas and comics have a really weird relationship, though. There they was do. like, yeah. like even in the 1950s, uh, there were like comic book executives said that covers with gorillas on them sold a lot more than covers without gorillas. Right. They realized that, so they started making all these comics with gorillas in them. Just because... I like that idea. I think they should do that again. Yeah. Uh, I'm always looking for monkeys, uh, and I never find right? them. Well, I know they're not monkeys, everybody. Okay, just calm down. That's going to come back around when we talk about metal because of um, it sure is. Earth 53. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, uh, if you had the choice, if you had like a, there's a lineup of comics on the rack and you're like, oh man, Superman, Batman, or this gorilla, what would you choose? Uh, I mean, it's I just a, it's back just a the, photo of yeah, a gorilla. Yeah. It's not the gorilla doing anything cool. I would go back to the nineteen. I think it was nineteen ninety six where That's all the not justice. An well, Batman <laughs> and Superman and the whole Justice League had a bunch of annuals come out that year, um, and this uh, series was called JL Ape, and they were all like they all got turned Is into that gorillas. A real thing, or it's a real thing. Up? JL no. Ape, look it up. It was awesome. Because it's got everyone. everything, everything you want. <laughs> hey. hey. This is a 12th level intellect. We're tired and we're recording on our phones for technical difficulties. That's a nice way so of saying it's it. It's all good. It's fine. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Uh, this is a DC Animated Universe podcast hosted by the Watchtower Database. And I am James Strecker. And I'm Ted Kendrick. Hey, good morning, everybody. <laughs> good afternoon We're also to the recording East Coast. A, yeah, a different day than normal. So it's all just topsy-turvy, you know? So in the news, <laughs> in the DC animation news cycle, uh, we have, uh, there was a Superman, Death of Superman. There uh, was. Like sneak peeky thingy. Even though apparently we're not supposed to, I think now we actually. It it came are okay. with the um, the release of the Suicide Squad Hell to Pay uh, on right. DVD. It was one of those special features, and it was for a little while only uploaded on um, uh, what is that something awesome. You know, oh yeah, it was the comic uh, book some, review YouTube yeah, channel, and yeah. there was like a little segment at the end where he's talking about it. It reminded me of how uh, when the Batman and Harley Quinn sneak peek came out, I uploaded that to the JTS Entertainment channel, and it was getting like hundreds of thousands of views, and it was great. And then Warner Brothers was like, no, you can't do that, understandably. Yeah. But there's still <laughs> a channel that has it uploaded that is not even their own upload. It's their download of my upload, which I know because I had to do some like color correction and stuff <laughs> to my screen capture, and theirs is still up. So that's always a cool thing uh, that, to me. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, anyway, you can go actually watch it now. I think it's on a an official like Warner Brothers E. Um, the Death of Superman now. one, because we don't need yeah, to watch the, Superman, the Batman yeah. and Harley Quinn one. We've already <laughs> no, you could go watch. I mean, that we if could. You yeah, want. yeah. Uh, not that the it movie's looks... not out or anything. 
Have you watched it? Have you watched the Stets of Superman thing? Yes, I did. What do you think of it? I like it. I um, I think our last episode we talked about how we were kind of expecting the Justice League to be a big part of it, and they were going to have that mm-hmm. segment of them fighting Doomsday that was left out of Superman Doomsday. Right. And I, I, I uh, said that I would be very surprised if it was the... 1980 or 1990s version of the GLA with like Maxima and Bloodwind and all right. those guys like and it's not obviously it's the Justice League War we've got like the Big Seven yeah um, but they've thrown in Hawkman Jones there, and Hawkman yeah, yeah a couple others it looks I mean the the league's grown even in Justice League Dark we saw these guys sitting at the table with uh, Green Lantern John Stewart and um, the Atom and Zatanna I think uh, yeah yeah. So, I of, see each of, of these new 52-ish ones like one time so then I can never remember uh-huh. what happened <laughs> in the last one cuz I mean like yeah I'm looking at a there's a screenshot from uh this death of superman one it's got Batman, Wonder Woman, John Jones, Aquaman, Superman, Cyborg, Flash, Green Lantern, Hawkman all sitting at a table like mm-hmm. discussing what to do but they in my I mean I don't know in my memory of these movies they haven't had a time like a time when they recruited these people they just no, kind of no. popped in <laughs> yeah so, I don't know that's exactly but, what um, happened <laughs> but uh I don't know I, I think I had I had talked about that my like initial thoughts without seeing anything just uh just the knowing it was going to exist was uh, like oh why would you make this again, at least so soon? Like, I mean, it's been like 10 or 11 years, I guess, since they did it last time, but still. Uh, but then, I don't know, watching this, it looks like it might be decent enough to warrant doing it. And, yeah. Uh, decent <laughs> and di- and different enough because it's, yeah. um, there were so many parts that were left out in Superman Doomsday, like the Justice League's element. Um, it seems like... Superman and Lois are also going to have a subplot dealing with him um, revealing his identity to her. Yeah. Because in the the original comics, they were like, she knew Clark was Superman and they were engaged to be married when Death right. Superman happened. But I think here we're going to actually see that. Well, and reveal. I think, I think a big complaint about this Superman from these movies and from the new 52 comics has been that he's like not very relatable. He's kind of a jerk. He's boring, like by comparison to classic Superman. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that they're trying really hard with this movie to make him more like human and, you know, you care about the fact that he's dying and stuff like that. But it's still kind of cheap because you know where this is going the entire time. Like the title of the movie is "The Death of Superman." You know he's. You know from the comics what will happen. Like I don't know. This is one of those that I don't understand the point of adapting. I guess. Well, it's like very just possible as, they'll do things a little differently. You never know. These I movies, guess, like yeah. at least the New Fifty Two sort of line, it seems like they're getting beyond that. You know, like they've kind of. I, I can't even think of the last movie that they put out that was strictly like this is an adaptation of the new 52 Justice League. They kind of stopped with that after Throne of Atlantis. Right, yeah. Um, so they've just been kind of doing their own things with this new universe of movies now. So Yeah, like Justice League Dark was just a bunch of different Justice League Dark concepts thrown right. into a movie, which is what's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they'll do some different way of Superman dying. I'm just... 
I know. Well, the, I doubt that. But. <laughs> well, but that's what I'm saying is like that's yeah. the that because I know that's coming up in the movie. They're gonna have to do. I don't know. There's only so many times in Superman Doomsday and Batman versus Superman and Justice League Unlimited and all this stuff where you're mm-hmm. just gonna see the same exact. Oh, Superman picked up Doomsday and flew into space, and then they crashed back down and he died. <laughs> like that's every that's, single time. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're right. Um, I think what's gonna be different for this uh, go around is because we have the part two element, which is most likely going to be the introduction of steel john henry irons um connell superboy the eradicator oh are they doing oh you're right you're yeah, right yeah for part that. two yeah and then cyborg okay. superman and we've never really seen like those four um not anti-superman but like fake superman you know we've never seen that yeah. element of the comic book storyline adapted to screen like not even the justice league episode hereafter kind of adapted it but left out all that stuff um and yeah. obviously superman doomsday had a superman clone in it but he was um he, and he was kind of like cyborg superman and yeah but that whole movie really is really close. rushed it's it very, was like yeah. right but that like that's you know as similar as we've had so far but yeah and i think that uh this version of the movie um I, I keep referring to this universe as like the new fifty two ish animated movies <laughs> only because of the the first two or three that are like yeah direct adaptations of the first you know few volumes of that comic but right. now that they've strayed enough from that with the Suicide Squad one and the and just like Dark and all this stuff like this is a this one especially is like here's a bunch of stuff from eighties and nineties <laughs> Superman in a yeah in this modern take on it so even I the don't Suicide know. Squad too like bringing in Bronze yeah. Tiger um and the role that he had in that movie uh, was very mm-hmm. reminiscent of the nineteen eighties Suicide Squad which I'm uh, re reading part of that right now um maybe I'll talk about that later but. Uh, yeah, you just yeah. you watched Suicide Squad held to pay and thought it was really good, but we're I not going to talk about it yet because uh, I haven't seen it. <laughs> we'll have to save it for the next episode. Yeah. Well, um, we can move yeah. on from this. I, I only have one last thing to say is that in the opening uh, of this Death of Superman sneak peek, there's some like credits things. And it says, you can't reason with it. And then it shows more clips. And then it says, it's only purpose. But it's the wrong it's. <laughs> it says it is only purpose and it just just uh no. why <laughs> it's like the riddler's they probably let, uh, they probably let bibbo write it you know bibbo yeah. uh he seems like such a big yeah. deal in this movie too <laughs> like he was part of the whole sneak peek was them saying how it's only purpose is to kill yeah. my superman yeah <laughs> what the frick yeah it okay it is only purpose Okay. <laughs> it is only purpose, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> on that same note of giving of giving shit to people, uh-huh. um, Zachary Levi, the actor who is playing um, Shazam Sh- in the future Shazam, movie, yeah. right? So he had a funny Twitter <laughs> encounter the other day with a uh, Men's Health magazine. So Men's, mm. uh, there's been a lot of uh, talk about. Zachary Levi not working out and like the right. apparently the muscles on his costume are padded and so he took to Twitter Levi did and said nope these are real I'm doing the workout routine it's the same routine that Ben Affleck did for Batman right. and Men's Health magazine came back to him and said nope 
we don't believe you, Levi. <laughs> like we don't we don't think you're you're doing it right. And then I didn't like get he, this far in the story, so Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it's pretty funny. And so then Levi was just like, guess it was a slow news day for Men's Health magazine. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought about bringing that up. I thought it was funny. <laughs> does he he'll have to further prove it? Have to yeah, film it's just a back and forth the, of, yeah. it's it's about as real as Superman's mustache was in Justice League. <laughs> I, I did I did get the, that same padded muscle sense looking at the set photos just because, uh, I mean, they started filming it so quickly after his casting was announced versus like, <laughs> Batman v Superman, Ben uh, Affleck. We knew Ben Affleck was going to be Batman at, like a couple months after Man of Steel or something. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, but the, um, I mean, they didn't look as bad as like 1990 Flash muscles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true so i don't know i think that there's definitely padding on ben affleck at least in justice league um just from you know reshoots and having to Mm -hmm. make him look still as muscular for the last you know two or three years or something but the i don't know i believe that zachary levi levy whatever (laughs) is is buff I mean, he I he's getting paid to work out, so I'm sure he's got to like show receipts or something to the production <laughs> yeah, team and be true. like, "I did it! I did this routine! I promise." Um, <laughs> it doesn't bother me though, because Captain Marvel Shazam is like seven gods mixed into yeah. one person, so <laughs> it makes sense that he's padded. <laughs> All right, uh, six, I think. <laughs> yeah, six Shazam. How many letters does that have? Six or seven? I mean, maybe the exclamation mark is also a god. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, well, cool. My uh, my second piece of news is that all the CW shows have been renewed for new seasons. Um, except, except, wasn't there one that didn't make it the cut? I don't think so. Oh, Not I that know. I know of. <laughs> I, I saw a headline. I saw a headline that said, all CW shows renewed, except dot dot dot, and I didn't read it. Oh. Well, <laughs> so, I <don't> know. <laughs> now I have to find out. Yeah. Uh, here's typing sounds for your everyday life. Vital information. We saw an April Fool's life. joke of an article yeah, that, that said would, that, that Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow was combining together and that they were going to investigate Krypton's past. So it was yeah, just you like Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, to <laughs> Krypton, all in one show? That would have been I mean, it crazy. sounded actually like a good idea, but then it wasn't real. I don't well, see this one you're talking about, so I'm okay, just going to so move they, on. So they're all renewed. <laughs> as far as <laughs> I know. Every show has been renewed. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> um... Yeah, Arrow, Flash, Legends, uh, Black Lightning, and Supergirl, nice. um, as far as I know, have all been renewed for new seasons. Uh, that, I guess, is probably not a surprise, but I know Legends has been back and forth doing either mediocre or terrible, um, right. so I guess it's slightly a surprise that they're renewed. Well, but And I heard John Constantine is joining the lineup permanently. Yeah, was, he'll be, that's the rumors, he'll be uh, on the show as like a main cast member which i guess is cool yeah um i just hope they can give him enough to do and that he doesn't become like a heat wave level just oh use him to shoot fire sometimes like that's all heat wave does so. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know if if legends uh gets poor ratings because it's not it doesn't have like a famous dc character as like the lead or at all i mean they they just have a bunch of like b-level guys 
But I, I mean, think the, that hey, was, the Adam, the Adam's a list. That's true, I guess. But they, Black, I don't know. Or White I, Canary. I can there. see there being a um, general consensus, general consensus um, of I saluted, but you didn't see it. Uh, <laughs> Of like, oh, they don't do this character right. So even if they have, you know, Black Canary and Adam and that kind of level of character, people may not. Be, oh, it's not how I want it to be. So I don't know. People are so <laughs> people are stupid. <laughs> Just <laughs> I watch all of the shows except for Black Lightning because as soon as it came on, it was I was like, oh, this is too much. I have I already have five shows I need to watch or whatever. So I admitted I'm so far behind this season. All the CW yeah. shows. I think I, I've seen the crossover, uh, Crystal and Earth X, and I watched like the right. first five or six of The Flash. I, <laughs> I gotta. Yeah. I guess I gotta catch up. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I'll yeah, we have something. like four or five day blocks where we won't watch any of them mm-hmm. not on purpose necessarily and then we'll like oh we have to catch up with yeah. like two weeks now and three weeks now and then when we watch say arrow and they have, oh caden james is here who's that again what is he doing <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> and i guess that's a that's a that's name a, they keep saying it seems important yeah <laughs> i guess that's commentary on the show in general yeah. is that i can't remember what's happening because it's not important to me i'm just watching them for the sake of watching them at this point but i don't know <laughs> anyway it's they're all been renewed for new seasons so look forward to that this fall on the cw and uh that's that that's, that's that I actually don't have any other news. Wow. So. Okay. Well, that's okay because we're talking about uh, metal. DC. Uh, what is it called? Dark Knight's metal. Dark um, Knight's in metal. general today. Um, Ted's obviously more of a <laughs> a guru on on uh, DC <laughs> history in general. Yeah, comic books and just DC. like explaining and understanding half the shit that's going on in metal. But oh hey, we passed eleven point nine thousand subscribers. Congratulations oh, hey. us! Yeah, that's um, to do metal. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, metal like that two. we've done that. That's great. We're almost at twelve. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that's the number that we like a lot, being the twelfth level intellects. That is a lovely, Yeah, bring it all great. back if around. Just, <laughs> yeah, if you could just get to twelve thousand subscribers and then stop, that would be fine. That'd be perfect. Um, then twelve million is the next, I guess. Yes. Um, I did put out a um, post on our community tab on the YouTube channel asking people for input on this discussion if they have any things they want us to talk about or questions they want answered about metal, blah, did blah, blah. Did we get any questions we, we got answer? a handful of things. I was nice. figuring we could... Which would you prefer to do? Would you prefer to go off of these questions for talking about it or do you want to talk about it and then go off of these now how how about i do like a quick synopsis of like what metal has been and then we'll do some questions and then we'll just talk about whatever comes to mind (laughs) all right Um, i'm gonna i'm gonna sing like a show tune background music while you do this it'll be really distracting that's perfect (laughs) so metal is a um event series written by scott snyder and uh drawn by greg capullo they're the team who's done batman for the last couple years and it was kind of like a big culmination of all their story arcs like court of owls um the death of the family with the joker cutting his face off and all this crazy stuff i love that background music and music is a big element of metal <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of dc cosmology going on in this that's um relating to like how you know the flash can vibrate between universes and 
Um, there's these ancient songs and it's, it gets all over the place, but <laughs> long story short, the dark multiverse opens up and these evil Batman invade earth and our heroes are left to, to deal with that while Batman is dragged into the dark multiverse. Um, and the rest of justice league just have to do what they can to, to save not just the universe, yeah. but like every multiverse. And, and we learn like all these other details about, the DC universe we didn't know before, and it's just a really cool clusterfuck of a storyline that's yeah. also really fun. Um, yeah, the con the, the so the concept of the dark multiverse is that there's our our normal fifty two universes, but then below quote unquote that right. and upside down. Yeah, yeah. There's essentially a Stranger Things upside down of the multiverse, the dark multiverse. So there's another fifty-two universes that are created from like nightmares or like, what if this terrible thing happened instead of what what positive thing happened? Mm-hmm. Um, but which is a little weird, only because there are already a handful of new fifty or fifty-two universes um, that are like, oh, what if? superman was a nazi or you know something like that uh, right right that are already bad so then that's kind of like a oh those aren't as bad or something <laughs> but <laughs> um but i really liked that uh concept because there were a couple times where we got to see like the negative versions of ones that we're already familiar with um like they showed an uh, earth negative 12 which was cool because we know earth 12 mm-hmm. is essentially the dcau and uh that was so the world we... where um batman and wonder woman fight aries and yeah batman and aries looks like he does in in jlu um for the most part and yeah batman is kind of batman the animated series looking and it's mm-hmm. this whole thing so that was kind of neat to see um and i don't know i i have i have a handful of just random thoughts about the series as a whole and then random thoughts about the (laughs) finale i guess that's cool Um, because it was a random series it was very much like you bring it would introduce characters all the time and not really pick back up on them but like in my mind you know because it's it's all about metal it's there's a lot of music involved it's a lot like a song and it doesn't necessarily have repeating riffs, but it's it's almost like a greatest hits of the DC universe. Yeah, I I know what you mean because there's a handful of times where they'll be like, um, yeah, here's like they had Kendra Saunders going throughout the whole thing, and then at one point, oh no, like the ending of an issue was like this big old thing about how she's turning into an evil hawk girl thing, and Lady then Blackhawk, uh, which yeah, was her name like, throughout the rest of the series. Right, she was part of the Blackhawks. And then, like, right after that, on, like, page two of the next issue, she's just, oh, what? No, I'm good. I'm a good guy. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I think that, in general, I thought the series was really cool visually and mm-hmm. on, you know, dealing with all of these concepts and characters that we've seen in the last several decades and all this stuff and combining ideas and, and answering I guess questions that maybe you had throughout past uh, runs by these same writers and stuff like that. Um, I don't mean to, (laughs) I know that the people that created metal are very well known and admired and all of this stuff. But I did have a lot of (laughs) problems with it, I guess. That's all right. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, 
I mean, I, I'm just a, I guess, a pessimistic guy when it comes to analyzing comic book stuff. But the, um, I guess a, a big thing that I had a problem with, um, feel free to disagree with me, but the, the Bar- Barbados, dear, dear old Barbie, um, oh, Barbie, he, he's, he's made out like in the first couple issues when we don't see him, he's made out to be this just, you know, horrific, terrible thing that you'll when you when he like comes dark being oh my god right. it's gonna it's gonna ruin your entire understanding of everything and then he shows up and my first little clue to oop uh-oh is <laughs> he he's just a big guy <laughs> like he's he, he's just a big just bat a giant skeleton. giant ancient bat god Thing. Yeah, okay, which yeah. I mean, I think we talked about this before. Is he looks cool? He's primeval, he, you know. Yeah, he's he's scary looking and he's yeah. he's intimidating, but you know you and then so that was my first like, I mean, I guess what are you gonna do really? Like in a comic book, you can't. How else do you? I I, just, I was just not <laughs> disappointed well, for, for a i superhero guess book like you're gonna have a giant monster you know that you right but i was end. i guess disappointed that they weren't pushing the boundaries of what i expect from a comic mm-hmm. book i guess because like you're gonna look back on this in in 10 15 years and be like oh that doesn't that was just a weird oh, guy in stop there yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh like i don't know when you think of like i don't know it's it's like my same uh take on the big hand at the beginning of time is if you ever show the rest of his body, then it'll always be a disappointment no matter what it is. Which, I mean, um, you finished reading Metal Number Six, right? So we're yeah. gonna we're gonna talk about that hand yeah, later. Yeah. <laughs> so because it comes um, back and causes some damage, some very like. Well, I should just say it now. So the hand does return at the end of the series and ends <laughs> right. up shattering the source wall, which is gonna right. create a lot of ramifications and stories <clears throat> to come. Yeah. Um, I, it's partly, I think, what's responsible for um, the characters of the New Age of Heroes who's spouted up um, mm-hmm. the DCU. I mean, part of that is because of the ramifications of metal with, like, the dark energies coming from Challenger Mountain and everything. But um, shattering the source wall is definitely going to cause some problems. And that's um, which we'll see next in the Justice League No Justice miniseries yeah i'm looking forward to that for various reasons yeah um beings think, from beyond uh, the wall are gonna come into our world yeah and and i guess i have the same uh sort of opinion on that i want to i want to finish my barbie thoughts yes, yes which yes. was he so you know the halfway point we see he's a big old spooky guy okay whatever and then <laughs> he doesn't like do anything <laughs> like he uh, he's okay. just trying. He, he's he trying screams. to emerge from the dark multiverse. He's got to get on, into Earth. Yeah, his his whole like goal, I guess, is to bring his nightmare armies through the 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 portal from the dark multiverse, which is a big old hole in the ground, and he's gonna pull everyone through. He's gonna he's gonna sink the Earth, the the normal mm-hmm. positive realities, uh, so that everybody just. There's just chaos, and he rules all the nightmares, and everybody's dead, and blah blah blah, which sounds really horrible. But yep. <laughs> all the farthest he gets is just, hey, some of my uh, Fantasia Night on Bald Mountain minions got through the hole, 
but then you punched them and then you stabbed me and then that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was, I, he didn't do anything. He like, he yeah. screamed, he screamed and everyone was like, Oh my God, when he screams, it's going to be a horrible thing. And every time that he's like gonna scream, he just gets cut off by something or he, uh, tries and like, it only gets halfway to what he wants to do. I don't know. It was just a weird, like, like I want him, I wanted to see, it was like, by the end, everything is so nicely wrapped up in a little bow. I wanted to see him (laughs) do his scream and then have everything just like, like go his way and, and have, have everything get horribly ruined. And then they have to somehow recover from that. Instead, they just stop him before he can do anything. So yeah, well, when everything gets horribly ruined, there's only so many options you can do, which would be like time travel back before everything was ruined, yeah. or do like I mean, a Rick and Morty switch to, where yeah, you go to another world. Of where, around it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, but yeah. Barbados has been like a whisper in the darkness in, in like many series over the years leading up to this. Like, mm-hmm. um, first one was probably Dark Knight, Dark City from the 1980s. It was written by Peter Milligan. And so Barbados has been like this looming figure over the years. He came back in Final Crisis and the return of the Bruce Wayne uh, mm-hmm. when he when Bruce was being thrown around through time, which was a really similar sort of thing that he dealt with in the tie-in Batman Lost, which was a part of the metal events. Mm, right, His okay. mind was just kind of jumping around to all these different scenarios. Um, so Barbados, yeah, he's been hinted at for a while. And it, was, it was cool to finally get to see him emerge. Um, there's a lot of ties he had to the, the um, black hand and dr hurt who were involved in batman r.i.p and all that stuff so yeah okay that was fun there's a lot of history behind that name barbados and well that makes me sort of more upset that he didn't do anything yeah no no that's <laughs> totally valid so when i think like about... if, if infinity war happens and thanos comes in he's like oh i got all the i got all the gems you guys i'm gonna fuck up everything and then they just Avengers theme, Iron Man shoots him in the brain, and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's, I don't know, it's equivalent to that's me. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good song, yeah. we'll use that again. <laughs> well, when I when I think about metal, I think about it, because there are definitely different parts to it, and it's kind of got, it's got a flow to the series. So at first, mm-hmm. you know, it's um, it had a very slow start. Do you remember that? Like yeah. how it had the two prelude issues, um, the forge right. and the casting. And then even by issue one and two, it was still like Batman What's just kind on? of wandering yeah. around, looking at clues, digging into stuff. And we we're seeing yeah. people like uh, Rachel Ghoul and Swamp Thing and like all these different um, elements. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. like it takes, for, I think issue three is when the Dark Knights, like the evil nightmares actually emerge. Um, right. And they conjure up uh challenger mountain and then we have all these tie-in books yeah right? all the different separate issues for each batman there's those yeah so we kind of get to see like a window into the the batman histories and like why they became the dark versions they are but then there's also tie-ins involving nightwing green arrow the teen titans and suicide squad where they're all mm-hmm. in gotham city and they have to fight through these layers of mountains that <laughs> that came up uh, around challenger mountain and it's basically like it's almost like a video game they have to fight through these different <laughs> levels that have been taken over 
by to get um, to the big boss. by Batman villains like the Riddler, Mr. Freeze. You know, like they've all oh yeah taken over the city. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then they have to go to the big boss. Yeah, I didn't read any out. of those except for the this is Aquaman, Batman. This is Green Lantern, yeah. Batman. No, the uh, Nightwing and <clears throat> I mean Nightwing ends up by the end of it. He's looking like Jon Snow, and everyone's decked out in like right, pelts okay. and everything. <laughs> I, I read very little of those books, too. I started it and just kind of dropped them. Because they weren't really that consequential to the rest of the series. But it was still something that was going on while the rest of the events were happening, too. Like, even uh, the Justice League of America book, which features the team with uh, Black Canary, Vixen, and Lobo, and the Ray, and all them. They mm. were led by Batman. Um, but this book was being published with Dark Knight's Metal. So they ended up taking Batman off the table. And they keep talking, like, oh, Batman, Gotham City's been taken over by this mountain thing and all this stuff's going on and Batman, I don't oh, know where Batman. he is. Oh, Batman, he's just melting into the ground. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I guess he's okay. He just kind of left. Yeah, so I don't know. I it think was, uh, DCU is all over of, the place. <clears throat> we were talking about the, the finale um, with the destroying the source wall and stuff like that, or right. at least punching a hole in it. Um, I guess along the same lines of my problems with the story overall is or with okay this is the same like issue I have with Barbados just looking like a big guy um is that th- there's now the precedence that there will be and I guess we've seen this a little bit in the Batman and the Signal and a couple other titles um is that there's now there's all this mysterious energy flowing through the the, the the positive multiverse um from outside the source wall and we don't know what it is and no one you know oh everyone's getting all these weird powers and stuff like that um but like what how what can you do with the comic book medium that we haven't seen before um that i mean i guess we'll find out uh if if <clears throat> i trust i trust a lot of these writers and artists to come up with cool ways of of doing that but I also trusted them to not make Barbados just a big guy. So I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I think, you know, like on a certain level, they'll be like, you know, oh, uh, okay, there's this, there's this like power source. There's this energy that is, uh, now I have all these weird abilities that I, I like, uh, like the signal. He can see what, you know, like the, the light spectrum or something mm-hmm. of what someone might do. Um, so he can like block and counter an attack, um, or, or whatever, um, which is cool. I guess that's a pretty original power. Um, but on the same, at the same time, it's still using all like scientific concepts that we already understand as human beings. (laughs) So like in order for this to be really like a brand new thing that like, Oh, even Batman doesn't know what's going to happen is they have to like create new science (laughs) or like new elements or something. Like, I don't know. It'll just be interesting to see if they actually can, can come up with stuff that's different than just, Oh, I shoot things out of my eyes or I shoot things out of my hands or whatever. (laughs) Well, even like all the, um, cosmic stuff going on in the series is stuff we've seen before you know like it's it touched yeah. on almost every single multiverse related story that dc's done ever well, and it helps that they have like a map of here's the all the different layers of the onion right the multiverse. <laughs> which graham morrison wrote and he also he was a contributing writer but he helped um write the script for the dark knight's wild hunt 
uh, special right, issue, okay. which had so much to do with multiversity. Yeah, yeah. Huge. That was probably better. Like, yeah. I liked that better than the actual final my, <laughs> issue that, of That was Metal. one of my favorite issues, too, because it was, like, yeah. the big... That's the big finale that we were hoping for, the big epic... Yeah. Uh, sort of thing involving like the Hall of Heroes and the bleed and all the all the Batman and yeah stuff. it had various Batman it had uh, it definitely tied back into metal and um, like we saw all or I mean uh, multiversity tied into that um, mm-hmm. and we've seen like all these little hints throughout the series like the uh, giant golden towers that were from the original Crisis on Infinite Earths they yeah. they um, ended up having to deal with the anti monitors astral brain and like releasing these weird energies right. like in the yeah. middle of the rock of eternity and uh and in the very last issue we see the over monitor who was the original monitor and he's like right. being tortured by the batman who laughs and all these he's know. the one from crisis on infinite earth yeah correct? yeah the, yeah, the okay. very first monitor because um, he's got that signature weird cornrows <laughs> yeah well the rest of them do too that's just the, the oh. hair, monitor hairstyle <laughs> i see they're okay. into that yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so the, the overmonitor is there being tortured by the Batman who laughs, and Batman finally confronts him, which is a showdown we've been waiting for the whole series. Mm-hmm. And he brings the Joker with him. To yeah, team that was up. that was my favorite part of the whole yeah, finale. It was, was so that... much fun. And he's just like, we're never going to tell anyone about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think they pulled that off really well because the, you see that the Joker is going to be a part of it in the first couple issues, like with Green Lantern mm-hmm. sneaking around in the Batcave and they find the Jokers down there and all this stuff. But then he kind of just isn't part of it for a long time and, and you don't know where he went and you don't really think about him. Right. And then, yeah, I really liked the, uh, like, just shoot, just pull the trigger or whatever. And then he's like, all right. <laughs> get shot through the back and I wasn't talking to you. Like I could see that as like a really cool animated or live action reveal of the the Joker being there. And DC's been using the Joker very sparingly over the last couple years. Ever since the new 52, they've really kept him like, I'm Mm -hmm. not off the radar, but you know, very uh, minimally. So saving Mm -hmm. him for big events or, um, or flashbacks, which we've seen. I also like the, like, like the Morris jokes and riddles. Well, yeah, I mean, that was like, he'd been off the radar for a while and then like comes back in this huge way. Yeah. And then now we've got the mystery of the three jokers, which is still hasn't really been revealed. Maybe it's coming in doomsday clock number five, but we'll get into Mm -hmm. doomsday clock and comic relief. Yeah. Yeah. Which actually we might not because I didn't read it yet. Oh, (laughs) well, I might be able to, a few things without spoiling anything but we'll see we'll uh, find out if i let you yeah um, <laughs> do we want to just for the sake of time and for getting to people's stuff do we mm-hmm. want to switch over to that um sure i have because we'll probably two... end up talking about things okay sure. i have two more things to say about metal okay. real quick um just about the main ending so we see batman wonder woman superman they all come out of the dark multiverse and they've forged 10th metal right which is we've right. seen nth metal before that's like the stuff that uh hawkman's mace is created out of or ninth metal as they say in this series yeah uh, but then they forged 10th metal so they they come out here wearing these like golden glowing uh or silver i don't know but they're glowing right. armor and end up fighting away the the nightmares with that and i just wound up thinking how reminiscent it was to the end of Graham Morrison's JLA World War Three, which is part of his 90s run. Basically, I'll like, your word for it. metal, you know, <laughs> they established, like, oh, everyone in the world has a little bit of metal inside them, and they use that mm-hmm. 
that tenth metal element, which is basically the element of life, to forge this armor for them. It's and it's so similar to how they uh, the angels of the Pax Day and Zariel and all that in World War Three. <laughs> Uh, Zariel the angel unites everyone on earth to kind of like give parts of their souls to you know combat this dark oh, yeah, demon okay. thing going on so really similar also really similar to brightest day or not brightest day but blackest night how everybody is um becomes a white lantern and fights away the black lanterns right <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, last yeah. Issue, so it's it's been yeah. done really similarly before but like <laughs> what else i mean you know that's a really natural ending to this sort of um, mm-hmm. massive event. Yeah, I think. I mean, the I'm. I think this will be like a, you know, I'll re if I reread the whole series uh, at once, uh, I will appreciate the ending more or or understand uh, reasoning for various things. Maybe. I think the fact that it was so spaced out uh, for me, like I would read each issue and then put it like that's the first that i'd re- read it the day it came out and then wait for the next one and right. not reread it at all so i think that i was losing some of the i was forgetting some of the stuff that happened or i was losing the the the, the plot how it was dri- how it was driving where it was going so mm-hmm. that when it came to that conclusion it was kind of just sudden for me like they they're leading up to this giant thing and then it's just like half a page of panels of and then the heroes sang a song together. And, and they had the dinner at away. Wayne Manor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then just having a party. Like, uh, like it was almost like... a weren't suits. Like, it reminded me of uh, the, the Rick and Morty episode where uh, they they turn everyone into Cronenberg monsters and then they have to go to a different universe where they've died, but everyone, everything else is exactly the same Mm -hmm. um, and take over their spots because they come in like the ones of the versions of them that they're about to die but they don't know it or like they come in and are just wow rick oh that was so great how you destroyed all the cronenbergs you thought of the right thing at the last second wasn't that so great and (laughs) it just reminded me of the same thing of like and then the heroes beat the bad guys but we won't show you exactly what happened yeah (laughs) i don't know it was interesting still it was it was good well what are they implying that that big hand is Made of all of the energy of the 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 people singing the song. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it was very vague. We're all, (laughs) all of us are part of the hand. (laughs) Oh yeah, you're right. The the hand and Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So what do uh what do YouTube? What does YouTube have to say about this? I'm gonna go uh person by person because you know. That's sure. fair. Um, the first first guy to actually give us a metal question and not a Batman the Animated Series question, because for some reason it was hard to understand what I was asking for, uh, is uh, Javin Armstrong. He says, oh, he's got a few things. Um, hey, guys, really anticipating the podcast. I would love if you could talk about, one, what does the conclusion mean for the future of the DC Universe? So I guess we've sort of talked about that. I mean, the, the yeah, source wall the source breaking wall. Mm-hmm. will allow energies to give people powers and things. Um, we saw them give an official invite to Jean to be a member of the Justice League again. And, and uh, Kendra, I think. Right, yeah, hot girl. Yeah, I, I like how that was a little bit like... Uh, the, the whole ending made me... Oh, that was something I was going to say earlier, was the whole ending made me think of like... 
did they write this and then show it to all the other writers for this the other series that are spinning out of this or did they write the ending after those had already started because some of the like bold text in the final moments are like a new age of heroes uh-huh. or like no, no that was, that was whatever. always always <laughs> no justice intent. yeah yeah so that whole splash page with like all the different storylines coming up i think part of those yeah it was them saying like yeah we're gonna lead into no justice and the new justice league series that's gonna spawn out like yeah that was natural but then stuff like the flash war between barry and wally that was teased i think that was added because that was what was going on the flash book and that was just the flash book saying this is what we're doing maybe you can tease that storyline in the final splash page um okay yeah so i think it was a little mix of both well what are those big like guys holding hammers that are floating above the earth what that, is that that's going to be in no justice those are the aliens who are going to come through the source wall and okay. come to earth and then brainiac's going to come to earth and tell everybody like hey these guys with the hammers came from the source wall we should maybe stop them i don't know i'm brainiac <laughs> that's what i'm expecting because <laughs> yeah i mean i guess that's something else is other than just all the energy coming through it's that earth Things. is now or like this multiverse is now yeah revealed to well think about it like a a dam right it's holding back all this water and then the dams burst and now it's flooding the town (laughs) yeah so i mean i'm interested i'm glad that they're expanding past the 52 Mm -hmm. universes because then that means that there's yeah like a lot more they won't be restricted to that yeah Um, that's definitely something they establish is that now new universes are growing all the time even from the dark multiverse and they like bound barbados there to watch all the creation of these new worlds um mr armstrong's number two is is martian manhunter officially back in dc comics his reveal was kind of out of nowhere not as grand as his character deserved that's um yeah i mean i think he's gonna be on the justice league team Mm -hmm. in the next uh in the, in the what well, is it is it gonna be just that limited series or is no no it's an on, it's a new ongoing series okay. so i mean he's involved in no justice but he was invited back to the team in metal number six and he accepted but now he's gonna be in the no justice four issue series as well as the main justice league series well but isn't isn't there something called like new justice or something Oh yeah, well there was the all the um, tie-in books that are coming out, like Justice League Odyssey, and um, so he might be involved in that one as well. My understanding is the the entire Justice League is gonna kind of um, get retooled. So you've got the main book right that has John Stewart and Hawkgirl. Everyone's mm-hmm. gonna be operating out of the Hall of Justice, but then you have these little offshoot teams like Justice League Odyssey and. Um, the other one that's that has Azrael in it maybe that was odyssey i don't know but there's a oh, couple okay. of different other series coming out and they everyone's gonna operate out of the, the same hall of justice really similar to justice league unlimited but they're, they're gonna have offshoot teams okay yeah well i like i mean of course i like the whole um like animated lineup of characters um, for sure yeah. i think it was i did expect john stewart to do something like here. <laughs> what in metal because he's just gonna be there i don't know maybe the no justice will yeah establish that. him i don't know that's a limited series though right? that is it's yeah like... no justice is four issues and it's all okay. they come out uh one week after the other and um i think it's june i think it's just the month of june <laughs> okay yeah <clears throat> all right um 
How, he says, how do you feel about them killing Red Death in a tie-in book instead of the main books? That was, he was in The Flash, right? That or was, like, is that well, when he died? His death was in The Wild Hunt. Um, when he, oh, yeah. remember he gets absorbed, but, and then he turns golden. <laughs> oh, yeah. <for> a second. <laughs> yeah. He's like a good guy all of a sudden. Um, well, it doesn't bother me because uh, the writer, um, Joshua Williamson, who writes the Flash book, was also one of the co-writers on The Wild Hunt. And I know that the Red Death tied into the Flash book a bit during the series. Um, I I think that's as fine a place yeah, I mean, to, to do it. The Wild as... Hunt is almost just Metal 5.5 or whatever. Yeah, because like there it, were a it, lot of books it... like that, like how Batman Lost is 4.5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That basically is part of the main thing see i don't know that wasn't weird to me it was weird i guess that i'm pretty sure the red death became like the the primary villain or at least temporarily in the flash book but i wasn't reading that at the time so i missed out on part of why they hate each other and stuff that's part of it for sure and like i said joshua williamson who writes the flash book he helped with the lot hunt he also wrote the red death single issue yeah okay um can you please do it can you please explain how the Batman who laughs captured the overmonitor? Also, who is that guy? We t- we talked about the overmonitor is the, the original right. monitor from Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, I don't know how he got him because they didn't really. We also dive don't know where that. he's been. We ha- I don't think <laughs> yeah. where he's been the whole time. Because I mean, have we seen him in the last thirty years, or did he after I, he dies in? I thought he died. Crisis? Yeah, I thought he died in Crisis. Um, he, <laughs> yeah. came, he came back as a black uh, as a Black Lantern during Blackest Night. Oh, okay. Um, but in Infinite Crisis, uh, it ends up well after Infinite Crisis, right before Final Crisis, we see that this is not to be confused with Crisis on Infinite Earth. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, there was Crisis on Infinite Earths and then Infinite Crisis, but then Final Crisis after that. And in between (laughs) Infinite and Final Crisis, there was an established 52 monitors. There's one monitor for each uh, parallel world. And Mm -hmm. we see them, um, the whole, it's a lot like the Council of Ricks, right? From Rick and Morty, (laughs) we keep bringing that back. So it's like all of them just hanging out in this orrery of worlds place between the multiverse. You can... um, Read more about them in Final Crisis number one or the uh, Countdown to Final Crisis uh, limited series. They should just start renaming every new series with the word monitor <laughs> as part of it instead of Rick. Right. Uh, <laughs> monitors on infinite Earths. Or, I don't know. Right. Uh, that's, I have no idea where the Batman who laughs found it <laughs> over monitor. I, I like to think he was just hanging out on Earth. Like maybe like just chilling in Florida or something. Like he, Yeah, well he maybe we'll get break. more about that. I mean, it was definitely a big surprise, especially because if we're, if we're correct that he really hasn't done anything since 1984 five or whatever his death. Uh, that he that yeah that, that's just a, like oh my god what you have you just been having this guy in have you like been torturing him for you yeah know, forever or and whatever. like where was he when the anima- the anti-monitor came back <laughs> yeah. during the dark side war yeah all that like <laughs> good time to speak up and then uh, his final input here will we see the 10th metal used again soon maybe even in doomsday clock i mean we have no idea um but i i could see it coming back only in a scott snyder story like this yeah scott snyder would be the guy to bring it back but i just mean like it's such a uh what do you call that um mcguffin 
do what is it deus ex machina uh, of a of a thing <laughs> like like uh oh by the way there's also this metal right. that'll it'll fix everything so i think we could I don't see think it again in no that. justice maybe we'll see it in his um the justice league book that's coming out soon but i would I not expect it in Tuesday <clears throat> clock i guess we don't know because there's all this different past the source wall energy that's coming through now but i was just thinking that um maybe you can't use 10th metal stuff unless the portal to the dark multiverse is opened or something like that like they'll come up with some kind of excuse like that <laughs> otherwise you can just use it to fix everything every True. time <laughs> oh doomsday's back oh just no 10th so, metal sorry, is tenth gonna metal. go the way of the white lantern just wait <laughs> yeah <for it>. <laughs> <laughs> just don't think about it it's fine yeah, yeah. um all right Thanks, Javin, or J Javin, I'm sorry, I don't know. Um, let's see, we got uh, Seamus Mintram says, is it good? Sure. Uh, yes. Yeah, I um, give it a, a, <laughs> a 7 out of 10 overall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this, of the series? Yeah. Yeah, the whole series. I mean, series. I think it was made for people like you that <laughs> that know Yeah, it was, for stuff, sure, because so. it's really, like, it's not easy to just sit down. If, you, if you're not familiar with your crises mm -hmm. and your multiverses and everything it's going right. to be a bit of if a i headache. hadn't been asking you questions about that stuff for the last yeah. 10 years i might not have known <laughs> right, what, right. what's going on so i'd say like prerequisite reading would definitely be christ on the infinite earths um final crisis and multiversity as well as scott snyder's run on batman which you don't have to have read everything but knowing court mm -hmm. of owls yeah i haven't read multiversity yet but yeah, that's that would be a really good thing to read before this book. But even even Court of Owls and Endgame, um, all those Scott Snyder Batman stories are really good places to start mm -hmm. too. Yeah, uh, the Caro Nation says, "Do you think Bruce was still there under the Batman who laughs?" Um, yeah. I mean, I think he means like like you know, was was normal. It's not just Joker. Yeah, he's not totally right. the Joker anymore. I think so. There's a line where they're in a fight in that last issue where he's talking, uh, the Batman who laughs is talking to our Batman and he's saying, yeah. I'm, I'm you, Bruce. This is like, I'm not Joker. I'm Bruce. You know, yeah. that's what scares you the most sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I think he, I want, I'm thinking maybe he's asking if, <clears throat> if we think that, you know, deep down the Batman who laughs is still Bruce Wayne. So maybe he would turn back into a good guy or something but i don't think that that's the case i think that these are set in stone of like this is a bad version of this thing <laughs> like it's well, not i think it's bruce but his mind has been corrupted so much i don't think mm -hmm. it's not like how um in batman beyond return of the joker it's not how tim drake's mind becomes the joker all of a sudden this is the joker kind of polluting bruce's mind right 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 ultimately you know taking it over um luca salerno says i think it's fantastic you must read it that is true uh a shy guy 04 you should mention how batman pretty much captured plastic man and how that's pretty messed up <laughs> uh i mean i don't know how he got the plastic man egg in his possession i don't know if that was gone over in any other series other than metal no um we didn't we know see that he's possession. in the bat cave mm -hmm. yeah and when was the last time we saw Plastic Man before Eggman? It egg might version? have been during Forever Evil, that event. 
do we find out why he's an egg and why he's like having trouble keeping his form together and stuff? Well, he's being an egg because he's trying to subdue his powers, I think, because he's too um, volatile. Otherwise, mm. he, he's not really in control. Um, because we see him in issue six become a a person and then like like multiple things at once. You know, that was a really cool yeah. panel where he's like a dinosaur and a truck and all, right. all this crazy stuff. But I thought that maybe he was an egg because he was like... <clears throat> I don't know, incubating. Like, he had to go into hibernation <laughs> or something like that. Right, to... I thought something like that, too. And then he was going to hatch once he was good again. But it was really just, like, him trying to keep his powers under control. Because you said in the Terrifics he's an egg at the right? start still. Yeah, yeah. So... And then he becomes a person again later. But he, you know, we saw in issue number six of Metal that he had been an egg, became a person, and then for some reason yeah. becomes an egg again. <laughs> when he's doing all when he do when he's doing all the um dinosaur bulldozer stuff, it made me think about like have they ever established that Plastic Man has like some sort of uh some sense of like invulnerability mm-hmm. in his skin or something? They because have, yeah. Because otherwise, like as as far as I understand his powers, he just he can <laughs> stretch himself and and do all the uh, shape shifting necessities. But that, like, <clears throat> if you shot him with a bullet, it would still just, it's skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's got organs and stuff. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> there was an issue. Um, there, well, there was a story arc, uh, JLA, the Obsidian Age, where they end up going back in time to ancient Atlantis um, in an effort to help Aquaman. And part of that storyline involves uh, Plastic Man getting stuck in ancient Atlantis when the Justice League mm-hmm. go back to the modern day. And it takes them you know in the modern day they have to go back to that spot and they find a plastic man just chilling on the ocean floor but like in bits and pieces and they um they scavenge him and bring him back to the watchtower and have to piece him back together and he's like had this traumatic experience being stuck (laughs) on the ocean floor for thousands of years you know and it's it's actually like a really uh kind of life-changing event for him and causes Mm -hmm. him to leave the league so it's um it was a really good story arc but yeah, heavy consequences for Plastic Man because it showed him how invulnerable he actually is. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense that he can chomp down on robots with his hands and not get <laughs> really bloody and gross. Yeah. Um, I mean, he can live in pieces in the ocean floor for thousands of years. Yeah, he's I, I guess so. Pretty yeah. durable. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why he's he turned himself into an egg. He's like, I'm tired of this shit. Um, <laughs> well, that was I'll the just, I'll just be an egg. <laughs> pre-Flashpoint continuity. So who knows if right. that story okay. is still in play. But That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Christopher A. says, uh, I finished reading Metal a couple days ago, every issue, and I loved it. I'd love to hear more about the role the Joker played in the story. He was MIA for most of the story. Yeah, we talked about mm-hmm. this. Um, but popped up in a big way in the final act. I'm curious as to where he was during the event and how did he and bats link up for that epic showdown in the end oh and did he survive um well, i mean of course he survived because we yeah, still have I mean, the mystery gonna... of the three jokers to deal with and doomsday clock it, it, i was i was a little taken aback i guess that the you know we have this big cool fight with him with all three of those guys um batman joker and batman who laughs and then there's just like Batman who laughs runs for the switch to pull the switch and Joker's like running after him trying to kill him and then but you don't see what happens he just mm-hmm. stops the scene just stops and then everything else gets solved but we don't get a conclusion to 
that scene and I wonder if that's on purpose and that we'll see it later um like when the Joker comes back for his next major story if we he'll get be, like a, he'll what be happened back before Doomsday Clock we know the Joker is going to interrupt Batman and Catwoman's wedding uh when that oh. goes on in the main <laughs> yeah. Batman book um but yeah I don't I don't know where the Batman who laughs is going to wind up because he's not dead um we didn't really get a resolution in this <clears throat> book and I mm-hmm. I wish I could cite my source here, but I feel like I read solicitations for some future issues that involve Batman who laughs, um, interacting mm-hmm. in some other books, but well, I, I mean, they, sh- they definitely show good old Barbie, uh, like stuck down in a yeah. dark multiverse hell of some kind and he's all chained up, mm-hmm. but yeah, they don't show, I mean, I think all the other, well, we saw Batman... the drowned die, the, um, the Aquaman, lady do we version of yeah oh yeah she definitely died in the last issue hmm. and then obviously red death died and the wild hunt but the rest well, I, of I remember survived. seeing aquaman in the 10th middle armor like standing over her but i don't remember seeing her die mm-hmm. maybe i'm wrong i think I she know. did i'm pretty sure there was a lot going on <laughs> yeah it's easy to overlook it yeah <clears throat> um so i guess uh there's i mean we don't really know what's going to happen to the Joker or Batman who laughs. Um, but it would be interesting to see them uh, come together again. I feel like the the reason I say that they may have purposely um, cut that scene off early is that maybe they'll do like they did with uh, <clears throat> it's either in the mask of the phantasm comic adaptation or it's in the sequel issue to that movie where phantasm comes back in batman adventures volume one um where we see like the final act of mask of the phantasm where uh, oh the, sure where they disappear in the smoke phantasm and joker yeah. disappear but then they actually yeah. went into the sewers and got away right you see the little scene of them fighting in the sewer and then joker gets away and all this stuff so like there's a little bookend to that that we didn't see before and i feel like maybe that they'll do something similar where you know it was cut off on purpose and then we'll see what happened later when it and maybe they did that on purpose because they don't know what they want to do yet and they they have the ability to laughs is such a visually interesting character like there's you know definitely precedence to keep him around for a while i was hoping that batman would punch his mask off um, mm. And then we'd see the rest of his face. That'd be cool. But I guess I mean it wouldn't really mean anything. It would just be oh a scary face, but it'd still <laughs> be cool, I guess. Yeah. And um, the only other one we got is from Ash twenty six. Uh, can you explain how Merciless wasn't affected by the positive energy that gave Barry Allen control over Red Death, even though he was in the same explosion of positive energy? Hmm. Which one is the Merciless? That's the that... um, Aries one. From oh, the big, Earth the big one. 12, okay. I believe. Or, no, or um, is it on... Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> Look it up, boy. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's the big hulking one. Um, Maybe not. No, I'll it's it's the Aries one from Earth Negative yeah. 12. Yeah, that where the heat... Um, so what was the question? Why he wasn't affected by the um, positive energy that took down Red Death in the Wild Hunt issue? Yeah, I think so. I'm not... I can't remember what, he, what that's about, so maybe you remember. <laughs> um... Yeah, gave I, Barry don't, I don't control. have a good... I mean, that's that's what basically uh, maybe, allowed Barry to absorb the Red Death's abilities yeah. and make him vulnerable. Um, that might have been a Speed Force thing rather than... Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. 
because Ares, Ares yeah, is yeah, I think there's some kind of a, there's like an explosion that um, allows that to happen, but but the merciless is caught in that same explosion, and he should theoretically be affected by it too. But yeah, maybe you're right; it's a speed force related thing, or uh, because they don't share the same. Um, I don't know. There's probably some kind of wavelengthy connection between the Bruce Waynes that represent each Justice League member. Um, you know, like, oh, this one's the Flash, basically. So he and the Flash have some kind of connection. Well, it on was, a, it's on... um, Batman who absorbed the Flash. So it's really right. our Flash kind of reabsorbing that version of the Flash's speed. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. It's a good question, I it, guess, because I, I don't know. <laughs> Those are the sort of complicated questions that we have to deal with with this series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those kinds of questions. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, Well, I think that's it. Let me refresh the page to make sure no one else has said something in the last half hour that we metal. have been talking. That was pretty um, metal overall. It sure was. <laughs> I liked, yeah, that seems to be it. I liked, uh, I'm glad that people have, have, um, have, uh, chimed in. Thank you for, yeah. if, if you're listening. Um, yeah, we'll try to do that more often because I think that's good to get people involved in the podcast like this. Exactly. Uh, <clears throat> well, do we have any final thoughts on metal before we go off to other things? Uh, I am glad it happened. It's, um, I definitely could use a read through all the way through. Because yeah, I think so I need to read it piece by piece. But there were a lot of really fun moments. Uh, yeah. And that's ultimately what matters. I think um, for me as, as a more visual guy with my drawing or movie stuff um i I enjoyed metal for that those aspects more than Mm. anything um just because it's really neat to see the different i I mean the 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 different batman felt a lot to me like um remember on the on the super buddies message boards how they would have those uh uh, create a character contests yeah yeah <laughs> and like ha- half the time it would be like what if you combined people um <laughs> that's what it's felt a lot like to mm-hmm. me is is them being 12 year olds and putting batman and green lantern together or whatever well, that's <laughs> so. the thing about dc events is they always like to have elements in them that play well to action figure lines you know yeah. so it's like you can these are easily action figures a lot of these special batman and you look yeah. at stuff like um blackest night you have all your black lantern versions of right. everybody and uh do you yeah. think that um metal was batman <clears throat> related as as on a surface level on purpose um because they probably batman's probably their biggest selling point well i think it's Uh, um because of scott snyder and greg capullo how they did their batman run for so long and then this was the next uh progression of it it was they um right before rebirth they finished up their their run on the main batman book and then after rebirth they wrote all-star batman for Mm -hmm. about 14 or 15 issues before going into metal so i was just thinking about stuff like there was a um like the Superman reborn kind of stuff that happened in the last year or so. Um, that was a big deal. And there was, uh, like it's just a handful of, of like big earth shattering stories mm-hmm. that didn't get as much hype or, um, uh, 
reaction or whatever as metal like metal's like oh my god metal's gonna be this gigantic thing because batman well it is a um, special series and like the superman reborn was part of the superman book which yeah, doesn't mean right. that it's any less but it is still a special event yeah yeah oh i just realized i totally typed dark knight's metal but it's it's with just an n <laughs> I'm so stupid. That's why no one was commenting. I'm going to edit that right now. Um, well, sweet. Okay, well. Move on to comic relief. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's plenty of metal talk, especially for those who listen to this for uh, DCAU stuff and have not <laughs> read this at all. <laughs> I apologize. But, you know, we'll get to stuff. Um, Did you... Uh, I don't want you to talk about Doomsday Clock. I can Clock. talk about something else I read. Doomsday Clock happened, though. Um, I will... Yeah. I'll give it a spoiler-free review. i just say that it goes into... Um, like So, just like the original Watchmen series, each issue focuses on a different character, uh, basically. Mm. So, this one, uh, we really get to look into the new Rorschach. And we oh, kind of cool. see where he comes from. We, oh, yeah, he's got, like, Rorschach-y pancakes as the cover. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. We get to see who he is um which i will say i might have been right um and we have a couple other things that i was also right on that i predicted over. you also had like 60 different guesses of who he was so i did to, i mean you're right you could be right in yes various ways. and i i was right one of those guesses was correct so um but we we get to see some other cool elements uh from the watchman world in the flashback uh with with the new rorschach and um, leading up to when Batman put him in Arkham, and we see that progress a little bit further as well. Um, okay. So that's, I guess, all I can say about it. But it was a good issue. Yeah. Uh, lots of lots of really cool elements to it. Yeah, I read some other stuff. I could talk about. Um, I read Spy Seal, which was a series for Image <laughs> Comics. Yeah, it's basically James Bond meets BoJack Horseman. I guess because it's okay. like a world where everyone's kind of anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, he's actually a seal. He wears a turtleneck, and he's <laughs> he's just going around. He's uh, Britain's slickest agent, or Canada. He's from Canada or Britain. I don't remember. <laughs> it's I should the know. same thing. It's <laughs> he says a he says a a lot in his style. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, he goes on like he's trying to pose as like a um, a fine art dealer. And there's this, like, secret agent working for Soviet Russia that's trying to steal this expensive art. And he teams up with these other spies. And there's, like, car chases, airplane fights, and a train mm. battle. And uh, it's it's all over the place, but it's pretty cool. The art is really similar. Well, to, I like, won't read that, but it's yeah. cool. <laughs> Spice Seal. <laughs> uh, I wrote a uh, comic relief thing that we're going to post on social media about it pretty soon, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot like the Adventures of Tintin sort of art style. It's all very clean line work with, like, bold um, color. So, yeah, good stuff. Rich Tomaso is the artist and the writer behind it, and he's based in Atlanta. Rich Tomato? Rich Tomato. No, Rich Rich, Rich Tomaso? I don't know. He's known for Dark Corridor and She-Wolf um, and Recoil Comics. So check it out. Spice Seal. Image. It's good stuff. I won't, but you should if you're listening. Yeah. Because <laughs> seals, I don't know, it sounds cool. It is very cool. <laughs> There's so many money, so. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> is, it loud? is it like a new, it's new comic? Like so it just came out? Issue, um, it, there were four issues for the first volume of it that came out. Like I think issue four wrapped up about a month or two ago. 
Um, but there's oh, going to okay. be another set of four coming out later in the year. Did you read it on Comixology? No, I have the printed issues. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to find the Comixology link when you do the comic relief yeah, version. That's on so, there. It's gonna be on there. So. Which, in case you don't know what that is, every Wednesday <laughs> we have a. Uh, a, a comic relief post on the Watchtower database social media at DCAU Watchtower. That's uh, Ted. Ted comes up with a oh, you should read this comic and and gives a little mini review of it, and then where you can find mm-hmm. it to read it to read the digital um, version. I did not read anything except metal in the last couple of weeks, but I did watch the Gotham by Gaslight movie um, last time. Last episode, we I talked about how I read the comic um because i wanted to do that first for sure and everybody is correct about this movie in terms of it is very different from the comic it has it shares a lot of similar elements um if you haven't seen the movie i'd recommend skipping this segment we put all the time codes in the description um because i do think it's important to not spoil yourself on this Um, a lot of people for some reason don't like the movie um and i think that that's just all the crying whining fanboys that want it to be the exact same thing or they want it to be batman animated series or whatever i don't know it's different but (laughs) it's a very different animal yeah i think um i liked it uh which did you prefer that did you like the twist in the movie or the original book well i think i okay yes and no to both of those uh I know those weren't yes or no questions, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, the In the book, it's revealed that Jack the Ripper is uh, like Thomas Wayne's uncle or something like that. Like he's a distant uncle-ish person of Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that we have never met before, especially in this universe. He has um, uncles sometimes, but they're usually yeah. on Martha, the Martha side. They're usually named so Martha. she's either well his mother <laughs> right Martha. no Martha sometimes she's a cane and sometimes she's an Arkham so you yeah, never yeah. you know you don't know her surname but the um oh so yeah in the book he he, he he's traveling back home to Gotham from training doing all his Batman training and he like meets his I'm gonna just gonna say uncle because I don't remember exactly um on the boat and he's like, oh, hey, Uncle so-and-so, what's up? And he's like, yeah, it's just me, just your uncle, don't worry about it, just coming <laughs> home at the same time as you. And then Jack the Ripper shows up in Gotham and all this stuff, and then it turns out, oh, it was his uncle. And we don't really know if it's, like, the Jack the Ripper or if he's just taking Jack the Ripper's identity right. or whatever. Um, and then in the movie, we don't, we're not it's... introduced to that character whatsoever. And he's never so called I... Jack the Ripper, really. It's like just someone who looks like Jack the Ripper, and it's very much just like mimicking the... the same sort of crimes in the movie. In the book? In the movie. I don't oh. think he's ever like, Jack the Ripper came from London, and he's in Gotham now. It's really just like somebody in Gotham doing the same thing. I think uh, Leslie Tompkins says, like, yeah, Jack the Ripper, and then like one time, but then they call him Jack a few times after oh, yeah. that. Well, but, still, yeah, it's yeah in the in the movie spoilers. Uh, I guess it's been it's it's Commissioner Gordon, <gasps> um, which I thought was cool because I was expecting since they didn't introduce Batman's uncle in the movie at all, um, and they introduced a lot of new characters to this world. Like 
Poison Ivy, Harvey Dent, uh, Catwoman, the Robins. Uh, yeah, all the Robins. Um, Dick they didn't Tim and Jason. have Bullock. Bullock wasn't in the book. Um, mm. It was just a different comi- uh, like police chief guy. Um, Gordon's wife, Barbara. Uh, just a bunch of characters that were new to the to right. that like universe to the concept. Or yeah. So there was a lot of red herrings, and I know that they were trying to make me think that it was Harvey Dent for a while, and they were trying to make me think it was this guy and that guy. And I actually thought it was maybe going to end up being either Alfred or um, Barbara Gordon, uh, James's wife, um, because we hear her say something at the start. Or no, I wanted it. Okay. <laughs> when they reveal that it's Commissioner Gordon, it's not Commissioner in this, when they reveal that it's James Gordon, um we find this out by Batman visiting uh, his house to look for clues or whatever. And then uh, Barbara, which it's always weird when his wife is named Barbara because I'm just so used to his daughter being named Barbara. <laughs> but uh, Barbara comes out around the corner and is like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like in the shadows and she's like, don't go in that room and stuff. And I was like, OK, it's going to be revealed that she is Jack the Ripper, like a phantasm kind of thing where it's a girl instead of what you might have thought um and then it just turns out that she was she's just her and it's commissioner gordon and i think that that was okay because it was still a big like oh no not one of the like guys who's normally like a really good person um that's what i wanted it to be with alfred but then once alfred started recruiting the robins and doing all this other stuff i was like okay it can't be alfred i don't think Um, right (laughs) but losing your suspects it was cool but at the same time like it felt really cool for like 30 seconds like oh no no way commissioner gordon but he's good he can't be jack the ripper and then after that settled down i was thinking like oh that's kind of like cliche a little bit to make (laughs) it be the person that you least expect it to be so maybe that's why people don't like it i don't know um I mean, it's also Commissioner Gordon's always Batman's best friend for the most part. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. stories where he has they have to hunt each other, and this is one of them. But it, it kind of takes from the other angle, where usually it's Gordon being like, "Oh, Batman's gone too far, and I have to stop him now." It's right. like we've never really seen Gordon become the the killer. So it's I, th- I yeah. thought it was a refreshing take. Um, it definitely threw me f- by surprise, and I thought it was a really smart way to handle it. I, th- I think I figured it out that it was probably him when. Uh... Bruce Wayne is being like uh it is also a very mask of the phantasm kind of scene he's being like tracked down by the police Mm -hmm. in in the city and he's bleeding and then Catwoman pulls up in a car and says get in and they go away it's like the exact same thing but right right um but (laughs) they when they're looking for him anytime that the Ripper uh appears during that segment uh, he'll go away, and then right afterward, Commissioner Gordon will run up uh-huh. and be like, what's going on? And right. I'll be like, oh, okay, I think it's you now. Uh, <laughs> it's too But I was hoping, now. I, I kind of thought if they made, if they went into, if they wanted to go with a, making it Barbara, they should have had some line at the start maybe about um, have her go like, oh, yeah, Jack the Ripper's a bad person, but he's just killing all those whores and stuff. It doesn't matter. Um and then mm. later on when, oh, it's his wife, then you can be like, oh, because, yeah, because she didn't like the whores or yeah. something. But Commissioner <laughs> Gordon never has that moment. He's always, he plays it off very, no, I 
I don't like Jack the Ripper. He's a bad person. We gotta, we gotta get him. It's not Batman. Don't let you know, like I'm your best friend, Batman. It's not you. I know it's not you. And well, you know why he knows it's not him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's me though. Yeah. Oh, whoop. <laughs> yeah. He just lets it slip on accident. Um, I don't know. It was cool. Uh, yeah, it's worth a I watch. The, yeah, I like the animation style. I really like the Mike um, McNeil's art adapts really well. Yeah, and uh, and I liked the way that they pulled bits of the comic into the movie. Like in, I was mentioning last time that in the how it's like a two part thing in the comic, and at this in the end of the second part, he fights a the bad guy in a big blimp um, that's exploding and all this stuff. So they they implemented that in in a pretty creative way, I think, mm-hmm. um, without it being the final showdown. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was cool. Yeah, for I sure. I liked. I liked the. Uh, I watched it with my wife Jessica, and uh, whenever, uh, I think her favorite moment was uh, when Bruce Wayne escapes in the carriage with Catwoman, and then the police stop the carriage and they open it up and they're yeah. just having sex on the, the floor. <laughs> yeah. And and I like how <laughs> I can't remember the exact line now. But like they're just staring at them, and then Bruce says like, "Will there be anything else?" Uh-huh. And the guy just says like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then he closes the door. <laughs> like it's just a really good, funny moment. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, uh, no. <laughs> so yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, yeah. If you it's haven't awesome. seen it, but you want you listened to this segment anyway. <laughs> you should watch it. Watch it, and yeah. then go watch Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay. We'll talk about that next time. Yeah, Ted says it's real good, but I, I really like it. it. They do. I, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a really cool nod to um, that goes back to the beginning of this universe, um, all the way back mm. to the Flashpoint paradox. So it's a, it was a really cool surprise. So, yeah. Well, I um, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip our mail segment today because we've been talking for quite a long time. We did get one thing, but I'll save it for next time, or maybe we'll make it our main topic next time mm-hmm. or something. We had um, a, a pretty interesting conversation on the Phil Lamar interview that we could save for our mail yeah, segment oh next time. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> if you want to if you want to see something real interesting, go look at the comments on the Phil Lamar <laughs> episode on YouTube. It's something. Um I won't get into that though. Uh <laughs> I do want to do uh I'm going to start doing shoutouts uh at the ends of episodes. I don't have a creative name like Bat Plugs for it like the Tim Talk podcast does. Um, that was an unintentional shout out to the Tim talk podcast, (laughs) which you should also listen to. Uh, but my, I think my one for this week is, uh, is the Batman beyond fan page, uh, Instagram account, which is Batman underscore beyond underscore fan page. One word. Um, it's a, it's, I think it's just one guy and, but he's been doing, uh, uh, like every other day or every day, uh, Batman beyond related posts. Um, sometimes they're clips from the show. Sometimes they're like analyses of parts of the bat suit. Sometimes they are, Hey, look at my really expansive Batman beyond collection. (laughs) So it's a pretty cool page. Um, he's been interacting with us uh, on social media quite a bit. And, uh, I recommend following the page (laughs) uh so yeah that's the end of the thing i guess i guess i'll do one i I like uh ty templeton on instagram he was one of the artists on batman (laughs) adventures batman robin adventures all the well batman and robin adventures and onward but 
he yeah. does some great work and he does a lot of um convention um artwork that he'll post on instagram it's a lot of it's usually animated batman joker phantasm right. that sort of stuff so he's always fun to check out yeah i've been following him on there for a while um yeah he posts all sorts of batman the animated series artwork that he just does on a whim at Mm -hmm. conventions either people will ask him to do it or he'll just you know be sitting there drawing or whatever so it's awesome it's pretty cool stuff it's all because it's all just brand new artwork in that style so well sweet well thank you for listening everybody um this podcast is out every other monday uh it's on itunes and youtube you're probably listening to it on YouTube if if our numbers are correct. <laughs> uh, but there is an iTunes link in the description you can find, or you can go on iTunes and search 12th Level Intellects. Um, I recommend that version of it. Uh, it's exactly the same as what you're listening to right now, but you can listen to it on your phone uh, with the screen off, or you can listen to it you know, however you listen to podcasts because um, it's a lot more convenient. Uh, to me anyway if i ever listen to episodes after we record them i listen to them on itunes because i can just do it in the car yep or while i'm on a walk or some things that's pretty nice i'm more versatile yeah it's it's um i'm glad that we were able to get on itunes finally it was actually way easier than i expected it to be so (laughs) (laughs) um i want to what what (laughs) some 12th level intellect you are Yes, thank you. <laughs> I was I was actually really hoping that some of the metal questions were going to be like way too hard for us to answer so that we would be like, oh, I guess we don't know everything. Or Metal's easy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I want to say thanks. Uh, I sh- I've been meaning to do this every episode and I always forget. I'm sorry. But uh, I want to say thanks to Adam Mullen. He's our composer. Uh, he does a little themey theme at the start of every one of these Uh and uh, he also does music for us for a bunch of other stuff. Um, all the Legacies promo videos that have original music, that's all him. Um, every time you watch a Watchtower database video and you the big bombastic Justice League Watchtower theme opening thing, that's him that did that, um, arranged it. And yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> he's really easy to work with and he does some great stuff. He's at musica-atomica.com. Or youtube.com slash Adam Mullen Music. You can find him at those places. Um, Adam, if you're listening to this, uh, if you want me to plug your SoundCloud instead of one of those things, just tell me. <laughs> I'm sure the link's um, on the website too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, all right. I got, I'm going, I'm, I have this doc up in front of me. If you can't tell, it's a little bit uh, clunky right now, but I'm trying to get through these things that I should say every episode that I never remember to say, and everyone's probably tuned out by this point, but whatever. Uh, we're, we're on social media at DCAU Watchtower. Uh, that's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we're also, you can email at us, email us at info at watchtowerdatabase.com. Uh, if you want to uh, suggest a topic for an episode or something you want us to talk about, questions, we'll comments, comments etc. Yeah. We'll yeah. read it out loud and talk about it. We sure will in that mail segment that we skipped today because this episode's long. Uh, In addition to these podcast episodes every other Monday, we also have videos uh, that come out uh, on this week that you're listening to this. There will be a video tomorrow. That's Trivia Tuesdays. And then next week we got videos on Sunday and Thursday. Um, Sundays are always video essays and Thursdays are The Vanishing Point with Maddie Washburn that's talking about continuity or timeline related topics. So that's Sunday, Thursday, and then Monday, Tuesday. 
So that's on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Watchtower Database. You should subscribe to that if you're a nice person. And finally, we're also on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash JTS Entertainment. Uh, we've got some pretty cool rewards tiers. You can get behind-the-scenes access. You can get day-early access to videos. You can – we haven't done a live stream yet, but we will at some point. Yeah, <laughs> um, good, at a yeah. certain level, you can see sneak peeks of the next Legacies of the DCAU comic issue, um, and that's also at LegaciesDCAU.com. I think that's it. <laughs> I think so. You can find me at www.tegkindrick.com. There's a lot of W's in there. How many just W's three. that? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully just three. If you type four W's, yeah, That's one wrong. too many. <laughs> well, okay. You're, i got to find a way to consolidate that a little bit, but those are all the things those <laughs> are the I things. need to mention. More things so, yeah. next time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See you guys in two weeks. Goodbye.